Welcome to Practice DNA, the podcast that teaches you how to set up, build, and run your own practice. Sponsored by Icon Practice Practice Management Software, get anywhere access to your system while saving thousands in upfront costs. Visit iconpractice.com now. Hi, I'm your host, Matthew Holmes, and this is episode nine of Practice DNA, the podcast that helps you set up and run your own practice. In this episode, we're going to look at ensuring your practice is as healthy as it could be. But first, we've got a five-star iTunes rating. Matt G79 says, helpful. Thanks, Dr. Matt. I'm a Cairo student, and these podcasts have been most helpful in giving me some business direction and guidance, something that is overlooked as part of our education and training. Please keep them coming. So thanks for that, Matt. And if you'd like to leave us an iTunes review, I would be very grateful Good reviews help people find us on iTunes so that more people can benefit from the podcast. So getting on to our main topic today, we're talking about, like we said, how healthy is your practice? Now, we all know the importance of getting regular checkups. As practitioners, we're always encouraging our patients to come in for their regular checkups, whether it be for their spine, brain, or other body systems. But how often do we check up on our businesses to see how successful they are? If your business is in a steep steep decline, then this will often be apparent through falling patient numbers and revenue. But if the decline is gradual, you may not see the warning signs until it's too late. Taking time to check up on your business uh, will help you catch and correct any deficiencies before they become major problems. Now, the good news is that this checkup need not be painful or onerous. Some simple calculations can really give you the information that you need. Now, likewise, doing a health check on your practice is important, even if it's doing well. While you may be doing things right, you may be able to find some areas in which it could be improved to make your business even better. So how do you go about doing a health check on your practice? Firstly, decide what period of time you're going to do your checkup over. I would suggest doing a monthly checkup to start with. If you keep these figures, you can chart any change in your practice over time. And if this is your first time, then do monthly calculations for for the last six months or longer or shorter as you desire. And secondly, you need some numbers. These numbers are your what we call your practice's vital signs. You should be able to get these numbers easily from your practice management software. And if not, then consider Icon Practice Software, a link for which is in the, uh, in the introduction for this, um, this podcast. Now, these are the, the raw numbers in this case for the last month that you're going to be looking at. And if this is the first time that you've been doing it, then try and get monthly totals for the last six months. Um, if you're new in practice, just for as long as you've got, but you know, if you've been doing this for a while, then try and get those monthly totals for the last six months. And the numbers that you want are the total number of new patients that you've seen during that month, the total patient visit, including new patient visits that you've seen during that month, the total revenue, which is also called income, um, both with and without stock sales, if at all possible. Now, these raw numbers alone can obviously give you some good information. And generally, the more new patients and the more patient visits is a good thing for your practice. And likewise, more revenue is a good thing also. But you can do some things with these numbers, though, that will give you a window into the efficiency of your practice. How well are you retaining your patients is the first thing we're going to look at. Now, we all know that patients who fail to complete their course of care are more likely to have poorer outcome than those who do complete the care. 
And those in practice for some time will, will also know that those patients, uh, that all patients rather, ha often have other priorities, often financial, that discourage them from completing care. Now, your patient retention is going to be a measure of how well you educate your patients on the importance of continuing their care until it is complete. Now, what you need is an easy way to measure your patient retention, and this is done with a simple statistic called the patient visit average. To calculate your PVA, or patient visit average, you take the total number of patient visits, including new patient visits over the period you're measuring and divide it by the number of new patients for the period that you're measuring. So your PVA equals total visits divided by new patient visits. This tells you how many visits on average your patients have in your practice. The older you practice, the higher this figure will tend to be as you'll have patients who are maintaining their care um, and patients who are uh, sort of returning after a break in their care. Now, for people practicing physical treatments such as chiropractors, myotherapists, osteopaths and physios, a PVA of between one and three is, is very poor and you can be sure that your patients are not getting the most from their care. Four to six is poor and could be improved and six to eight is probably about average. Eight to 12 is good and above 12 is generally a good number for your patients. This takes into account that patients don't just need symptom relief, but also rehabilitative care to support their system through ligament and soft tissue remodeling, etc. Next thing you want to look at is how much does a patient visit bring into your practice? You might be inclined to simply quote the value that you charge for your consultation as your revenue for each visit. However, this doesn't take into account concession charges and no uh, charge visits or stock sales. And if you calculate uh, how much you actually make per visit, you might be in for a nasty or hopefully pleasant surprise. The average visit value or AVV will tell you the revenue that you bring in for each visit on average. To calculate it, take the total revenue for the period and divide it by the total visits for that period. You can either use the revenue uh, figure with or without stock. So AVV equals total revenue divided by total visits. An AVV excluding stock that is way below your consultation charge indicates that you're providing a lot of discounted consultations and you may need to revise your discounts policy. Alternatively, a higher figure than your average uh, consultation may indicate that your PVA is too low um, and this is because obviously most people charge more for their initial consultation and then over time that averages down as you see people for a longer period of time. So you need to check with the patient visit average for confirmation for that. Your AVV including stock compared to your AVV excluding stock can give you an insight as to how well you're marketing any stock that you may having your practice. If the two figures are, uh, figures are quite close, then you're not selling much stock to your patients and vice versa. And then the last one you really figure that you really want to look at is your total average patient revenue. Now, having worked out your average visit value and your patient visit average, you can now easily calculate the total patient revenue. And this is how much an average patient brings into the practice over a period of time. Now, this figure is important as you can use it to work out how much you can spend to acquire a new patient. In theory, as long as you're bringing in more per patient than you're spending to acquire one, then you're on a winner. The truth is more complex than this. However, it can give you an idea of how you're doing. So to calculate your total patient revenue, uh, your total patient revenue you multiply the average visit value by the patient visit average. So TPR equals PVA times AVV.
Now, you can combine and interpret the information that you get from here. So with these basic calculations, we've taken your raw practice figures and used them to give you a deeper insight into how well your practice is running. Your average visit value gives you insight into how well you're educating your patients about the importance of their care. Low figures can indicate that you need to spend some time improving the skills of yourself and your staff on patient education or focus on improving your office procedure to ensure that patients don't slip through the cracks and drop out of care. Your average visit value lets you know what you're actually earning on average for a patient visit and can give you insight into how well you're marketing any stock that you sell in your practice. It may indicate a need also to look at your discounts policy. And finally, the total patient revenue is the amount each patient will spend in your practice on average. You can use it to guide your marketing decisions by telling you how much you can spend to acquire a patient. And in some marketing circles, this is referred to as the lifetime value of a client. I would recommend calculating this information on a monthly basis and recording the results so that you can chart it. Over time, you'd like to see all these figures increasing. Decreasing figures are a cause of concern and indicate the need to reassess your office policies and procedures and possibly seek outside help. So hopefully that's given you a good overview of how you can go about charting your practice, seeing how you're going and so forth. So if you've got any questions, do pop across to the blog or to our Facebook page um, and leave us a message. As we said at the start of the episode, if you can pop along to iTunes and leave us a review, that would be wonderful. Otherwise, tell your friends about us. Hopefully we can get more people involved um, and start spreading the word about educating people about how to build their practice and, and so forth. So thanks again for listening and we'll see you again next time. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit practicedna.com and sign up to receive full transcripts of the episodes as well as other special subscriber-only resources.